This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Jill Bennett is on vacation. Sterling Fox with you on this soggy Saturday morning. It is 717. As we turn our attention to, well, life after retirement. Because a retirement is uh, used to be you worked for the company for 30, 40, 50 years. You got the gold watch. You got the pension. See ya. And that was it. You'd planned your whole life when that day came and you had the big banquet and the gold watch. You were toast. You were done. You were out of service. Well, you know, that's pretty old model these days. And a lot of people... People who, well, retire out after the appropriate number of years of service and maybe even get to pick up some measure of pension uh, remuneration uh, still are not quite ready to hang them up. And a lot of people who hit that point in their lives, not only not uh, ready to, to stop working, but in fact curious about how to make uh, money, how to keep the cash register warm, how to keep engaged in, in life, and also how to explore other possibilities. And one of the possibilities that I've seen personally uh, work for some people is working for a company like Charter Bus Lines, who uh, are very aggressively looking at some people who are retired for full and part-time work. The president of Charter Bus Lines is Sheldon Egan, and he joins us this morning. Mr. Egan, Sheldon, good morning, sir. Good morning to you. It's good to have you with us. What percentage of your drivers, Sheldon, are retirees working uh, not necessarily full-time? I would say about 30% in the summertime. Interesting stuff. I have personal experience with this. I had a, a friend, a, a neighbor, lived across the street from me. He was a teacher and, uh, of course, had rather long summer breaks. And rather than uh, just sit around or, or go on uh, world trips, he had a family to raise, and he got himself a job with your company, Charter Bus Lines, and worked a couple of days a week all summer long, had a great time, made a little extra dough, and said it was just one of the best decisions you'd ever made. Fantastic. I hear that all the time from guys that, that come after a long career in other, uh, in other professions. And do uh, so uh, now that this person was he would be taking his summers part of his teaching summer vacation time to work. Uh, but now I'm, we're also talking about retirees. Uh, you obviously use a mix of of available people, don't you? We do. Yes. And, and, tell and, with, and with the school teachers, they um, like some of them do it just for the summers, like you were saying. Yeah. And then when they get into full blown retirement, they actually come back and then spend a few really good years with us. Interesting stuff. So, first and foremost, I guess, if for one to entertain this notion of uh, a post retirement second career, uh, particularly as a bus driver, and we've never driven anything larger than a Volkswagen, how do we start, Sheldon? What what sort of training and, and uh, uh, in, uh, sort of upgrading of skills is required? Well, I think that for the, fir- for the first step, you should contact our office and just talk to somebody and find out if it's a good thing for you. And then we generally send you to one of the driving schools to get your class two. And then after that, we'll train you everything that you need to do to know to be a perfect uh, tour driver. What's a class two? A class two is the type of license that you need to drive a bus. Right. Your car is a class five, motorcycle is six, and a bus is two, and a big semi is a class one. Oh, I see. So does a bu- so the bus does uh, it doesn't have the air brake uh, technology and stuff that a big eighteen wheeler might have. It does have air brakes. Yes. And oh, I air see. Air ride suspension as well. Okay. The buses today, the technology is unbelievable in them. Well, that's what I'm told, because uh, you don't see many gear shifts in buses these days, and they, they all used to have them. 
it used to scare guys away because they didn't have synchromesh in the gears. And so every time you try and change the gears, you could hear everything grinding. And the people thought there was something wrong with the bus and things right. like that. And now they have these huge automatic transmissions that are so smooth with retarders that help slow the bus down when you take your foot off the gas. It's unbelievable. Very easy. It's it's unbelievable. So tell us a little bit about, suppose now uh, someone listening to us this morning is, is well, in that point in their lives where uh, we're not quite ready to finish work, but the, the formal stress-laden five-day-a-week grind is in their past now. But, you know, there's still lots of energy, lots of fuel left in the tank. And, well, let's just look at the old radar screen and we'll see what's out there. And this pops up, charter bus lines looking for, for full and part-time drivers, especially for the summer season. Where, do, where, where, where would you go? Uh, do you mean to, oh, on a trip? Well, they the, the biggest uh, trips that we do are to the Canadian Rockies. So when they'll come in uh, to Vancouver, and so there's always some local work associated with that. But eventually they'll get on a bus and go to the Rockies, or a train and go to the Rockies as well. And so we'll feed the trains out of Vancouver, we'll feed the cruise ships out of Vancouver, and then we'll feed... Uh, just the bus traffic. But we'll have on a given day anywhere from, well, this year we're expecting to have about 70 to 80 buses a day that are somewhere either starting in or finishing a trip to the Rockies. We had a conversation with some of the tourism people on the program a couple of weeks ago, Sheldon, and of course we've we've set records for three years straight in terms of visitors and all the rest of it, and everybody's really optimistic about 2017, and by the sounds of the plans you're already talking about, so are you. (laughs) We are, yes. And and are these groups that take these bus tours with BC drivers mostly from abroad, or are there some Canadian groups just from other provinces? Uh, that's very, very limited. There's there's big, huge movements from Australia, the UK, uh, China, Japan, and that that trend continues. They, in fact, this year it's hard for them to get enough hotel rooms to look after the number of groups that are trying to come here. That's that's. It's, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, Canada is seemed as a very safe haven. Um, and with some of the issues going on in the U.S., it, it's just kind of pushing them up here, which is kind of, pardon me, um, pushing our limits a little bit. Not our limits as a bus company, but the limits of the tourism infrastructure in general. Sure. Uh, one, we're talking with Sheldon Egan. He's the president of Charter Bus Lines. Uh, Mr. Egan is, uh, well, I, I, dare I say, recruiting Sheldon. I, I guess that that'd be a good way to put it, right? It does. I think, you know, it's it's two things, but we're trying to get the message out. So if somebody's out there and this is a perfect fit, we want them to come and talk to us. So it is recruiting, but it's, uh, it's a lifestyle decision that we're helping people to make. Interesting. Now, you talked about the first step being taken, of course, once uh, the contact has been established with the company. There's been some sort of interview, uh, exchange of information. So the individual interested decides, yeah, I, I could do this. So the next step would be to get that Class 2 driver's license. How long does that take and how much does that cost? Um, I... The, it's in the one thousand to twenty five hundred dollar range, um, and and if somebody was to come to us and enter a program like this, we might help assist that uh, if they come and stay for a, a certain length of time or something like that. Okay, we, uh, help contribute into that. All right, and and how long a, a training 
program or period should one allow. So if I go and I'd like to get this job driving bus and so on, and it's it's the 1st of April, how long would it take me to, first of all, get my class two and then be trained up by the charter bus lines training team and ready to roll with my first load of passengers? Would that be by June 1st, July 1st? How long? We normally, it's um, it only takes about, uh, depending on your skill level, of course, it's of course. Like flying an airplane, yet they train you until they think you're good enough. But it's about 15 hours, 15 to 20 hours, I think, to get a class two. And then our training is exactly like a training for an airplane. So you come in, we, sh- we go for a test drive, we evaluate, identify areas that you maybe need some training, then we'll inject that training, and then we'll send you out in a bus all by yourself and just let you drive around to your comfortable when you think that you're ready, we'll do, we'll go for a test drive again, and we'll reevaluate, and we keep doing that until we think you're ready, and then we introduce you to the the real business of hauling people quite slowly, where we'll send you down, um, give you limited trips, work you with other drivers, so that you're you know you can kind of work into a slowly trip to Victoria. We'll send you with another driver, right? Where he might be on his own bus, and you just kind of tag along with them. Um, so you're not going to kind of just feel like all of a sudden you get your license and then just turned out loose and you're sitting there saying, oh, my God, what have I done? That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, is is there a certain uh, physical skill level required, too? Do you have to be prepared to lift heavy suitcases and all that stuff? Is that part of the job? The simple answer is yes, and that's one of the things that, that attracts people, actually, is that it keeps you physically active and everything. Okay. We normally limit the bags to about 50 pounds, like ourselves, where we have our own uh, restriction with the company. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the the big luggage things, like the if you're going to the cruise ships over and over again, they have people to help you do that. Sure. Um, but yes, there's some physical exercise. There's no question about that. Okay. Last uh, last question saved deliberately. Dangle the carrot, Mister uh, Egan. And how much does this pay? The the drivers typically make like from a pay point of view about twenty dollars an hour, and that comes from the time that you leave our shop until you get back to our shop. But, of course, in the tourism industry, tipping is a, um, I don't know, it's a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. But uh, but people can make more in tips on some trips than they can in wages. I believe that. And, of course, if you're doing uh, an extended trip, say, to the Rockies or elsewhere, and overnight stays, etc., are required, uh, that would be picked up by the company, right? Yes. Okay. And and when you're with a tour, you stay in nice hotels. So it, this, you, you know, you're not in some back backyard motel someplace you're in <laughs> top end places and uh, the and the gratuities can be like i in the old days we used to refer to it as cigarette money now we say it's mortgage money uh-huh i believe that part charterbuslines.com all one word charterbuslines.com is the website it's pretty comprehensive stuff uh, career uh, a lifestyle change option uh, courtesy of the bus people its president is sheldon Egan. mr Egan, thanks for being with us this morning and good luck in your recruiting efforts Thank you very much for having me. It's our pleasure entirely. Charterbuslines.com. Think about it. 728 News coming right up. Vancouver's News. Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.